0: Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music.
1: It's time to turn off that. And it's time to turn up the volume and listen to Auto Dealer Live. Repeat after me. Auto Dealer Live.
2: What's up, what's up, what's up, Auto Dealer Live listeners, this is Dave Villa and I'm here with yours too, Dave Cribbs. What's up, man?
3: <laughs> Thank you, man.
2: Oh, you let me hang in there like a, you let me hang in like a, I, love I don't know whatever hangs, I don't know. <laughs> like yesterday's laundry. Like yesterday's laundry. What's up, Cribs? Oh, feeling better,
3: feeling better. Had a yeah. little, little bit of dehydration this morning, but I'm good now. It's good. Man. Ready to rock on?
2: Awesome. I'm feeling good, man. This is Dave Villa, and I'm here with Dave Cribs, and we're Auto Dealer Live. We're in Tampa, Florida, where the weather is amazing. We had, you know, we just, it's just unbelievable. Uh, I don't want to make you guys jealous or anything. I don't know um, what it's like where you're at, but it's, like, amazing here in Tampa, Florida. And we are just, I'm just so just stoked about today's show. Um, we have just an absolute all-star cast that's going to be with us today. We have uh, Mark Tuart and Marsh Bites Uh, gonna join us for a dealer panel. These guys, um, they just are full of knowledge and listen, experience and, and not just, you know, knowledge isn't power, but applied knowledge is power. And these guys are absolutely applying it. They're seeing success in the auto business. They've got some nuggets for you today and for us today here. And then we have, we have Craig Lockhart. Craig is, uh, the CEO of AutoMax Recruiting and Training. And Craig is probably, there's a lot of trainers out there that train salesmen. I'm not talking about Trainers that go in and do some of the things like Jim Ziggler's and the Grants and things like that. I'm talking about recruiting salespeople and, and placing them strategically in the dealerships. And there's a lot of them, and I know a couple, and there's some even local to us. And Craig is by far, in my opinion, the best one out there. His his resume and his uh, experience are great, but is but the results speak for themselves.
3: Yeah, and he's connecting he's connecting <clears> dealers with. You know, job seekers, people who are qualified to
2: step right into the positions that a dealer needs. I would say it even backward, like instead of job seekers, because there's a lot of people seeking a job, but he's, he's, he's connecting studs and stud X. Oh, yeah. I'm talking like great salespeople with dealerships. And, and if, so if you're a dealer, you need to listen and take this hour because we've got some great things coming down the pike. How about the new segment that we're going to be launching today? This is a new weekly segment. We've got several, by the way segments that we're we're launching, uh, we got some exciting, exciting things. We have a segment coming uh, June 5th. Danny Benitez is going to be joining us. Uh, We have Tom Hopkins on the show June 5th. Woo! I felt that one. (laughs) Tom Hopkins on the show June 5th. And, you know, I mean, if you're in sales, I don't have to tell you who Tom Hopkins is. Um, I think he wrote the book. It was called Sales I think, it, I, think it was the,
3: I think it was the art of selling. I think it
2: was – when you look at under, in the S's in the dictionary, you say sales, and it says, well, Tom Hopkins said this. and the, That's what it says. Yeah. Tom Hopkins is the guru of sales, and he's going to be with us June 5th. Um, we have a couple of dealers that are going to be on as well. We also have a segment by Danny Benitez um, that, uh, that day, and it's going to be our first segment. Danny was on a month or so ago talking about it. It's called 50-50 with Danny Benitez. He's a, he's a car median. And this guy is hilarious. So we've got that segment. We have others in the pike you do not want to miss. We've got some segments that are being launched right now in the works by actual dealer principals uh, such as Danny uh, that are going to be coming on, not uh, you know just, just in different genres of the automotive, and, but today. 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 It's the inaugural edition. The inaugural edition of Get Your Social On. Hashtag Get Your Social On by the Ryan sisters. And these ladies are freaking crazy on the internet yeah
3: they're tearing it up they are absolutely i I mean i can't even
2: listen i I had to turn my phone on silent because i think around midnight last night one o'clock whatever i mean i'm getting like ding 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 i mean they're getting their social on they're going to be starting that today on auto dealer live it's going to be a weekly segment this isn't an interview this is where we we're going to introduce them and bring them on and these two these are contributors of auto dealer live these two ladies they're twins They're amazing. You see if you can tell which one's which. They're going to be Skyping in, and they're going to just be blowing up the automotive social uh, wire. And you're not going to want to miss this because if you want to know, what am I doing? Checking your pulse. checking the pulse. If you want to know the pulse in the auto business, (laughs) then you better be listening to get your social on. That starts today in just a few short minutes.
3: I think they should offer a prize if you can figure out who's who, especially, like, if they switch places
2: each week, like, they kind of go, you know – I One, can tell. One's part. on the
3: left, one's on the right. Mm-hmm. start wearing the same thing.
2: That would be a pretty cool contest. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's coming your way in just a few minutes here. We've got a few minutes. I tell you, you know, the car business, man, I'm pretty stoked about. May, I, I, I know our sales here at IPD are doing well. Uh, we're on the road to a million, road and uh, we're million. trucking down that road. We know that our clients are blowing it up right now. We've got some great things going on. Uh, dealers, tweet us. If you're on Twitter, uh, listeners, hashtag auto dealer live. Uh, you can follow us at Auto Dealer Live. Also today during the social segment, use hashtag Get Your Social On. You're going to see hashtag Auto Dealer Live, hashtag Get Your Social On, hashtag. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching like Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake or something, but hashtag Get Your Social On, hashtag Auto Dealer Live. Um, we're going to be we're going to be using that throughout the 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 well forever and. Uh, also, you can follow us at AutoDealer. We've got some prizes, right? We do. We do. We tweeted them out uh, earlier. Mike, if you're sending that out again, if you can send that picture. We've got some books. These are all autographed books. We didn't have a way. There was a video we sent out. There was also a picture on Twitter that we sent out. If You can catch it and watch it. It's just a few tweets ago, um, either on IPD Mail or AutoDealer Live. But we, were, uh, we have some books. We have signed 10X rule books. We've got a whole library shelf full of them. And these books that we bought from the Grant Cardone Company, uh, Grant signed them. We have Tracy Myers. Tracy is one of the strongest car guys I know. Uh, okay. We're privileged in September, Auto Deal Alive. Yours truly, our producers and staff here are uh, from the radio show. are going to fly up to uh, North Carolina road trip. We, yes, right, that's right. We're going to fly up to North Carolina, and we're going to um, be part of the uh, Unfair Advantage Mastermind Conference that Tracy is putting on and puts on three times a year. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, there's one coming up in June, and um, we are going to be part of the show. And um and uh anyway, so Tracy, we got some Carman D V Ds he's signed. We've got some books. Is this a call coming in that you take? Thank you for calling Auto Dealer Live. You're live on the air. We just we just
4: I am trying to read.
2: Thanks, Mike. Screen that through there. <laughs> anyway, we got some Carmen D V Ds. That's awesome. That uh <laughs> That was uh, that was an operating recording. <laughs> We've got some Carman DVDs that Tracy signed. We got uh, it's you're the brand stupid books he signed. We've got some yeah, what Uncle, Uncle Frank, says, Frank signed. says. We got some autograph 10x. We got some autograph when buyers say no. Tom Hopkins mm-hmm. books. Listen, you don't want to miss the gifts today. How do they do it, cribs? They do you even this know. Is,
3: this is, well, it's going to be a tweet contest. Let's see
4: who Maybe. can come up.
2: Maybe. Oh
4: yeah, that too.
2: Is, is it still up in the air? No, I mean you know what I'd say. A Listen, we want the most outrageous, outrageous tweet. We want you to tweet a picture of you listening to Auto Dealer Live. We want to see you know, the, the person who tweets the most, possibly. We want you to get crazy, and we want you to call in. We want the best call-in question. We want the best Twitter question. You know, If you're on Blog Talk or Ustream, chat with us. We don't know how we're going to do it, but this is creating a buzz. So hashtag Auto Dealer Live, hashtag Get your social on. And then blow it up.
3: The bottom line is whoever, whoever gets our attention it makes a noise. The most. Yeah. We got
5: somebody on Twitter right now from uh, Australia. It looks like a Tony – at Tony
2: Adams? At Tony Adams. Well, from hey, Australia. That's, that's pretty, far away. It's pretty <laughs> far away. Pretty far away. Oh, no, that's Australia, Florida.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you you had me for know a second.
2: Hey, Martin, yes. speaking of having you for yes. a second. Yes, what it is. So what's Mike doing? Okay. <laughs> What's
5: trending, baby? Let's see here. Whoa, that's loud. Toyota remains most valuable car brand worldwide, study says. Hyundai focuses on passion and loyalty for its 2014 World Cup campaign. The 2015 Ford Mustang pricing is to start at $24,000. The bailout architects deny knowledge of GM ignition woes. Leaders of the White House task force that orchestrated the government bailout of General Motors and Chrysler in 2009 said today, That they knew nothing about GM's defective ignition. And speaking of the road to a million, United States dealership employment tops one million for first time since 2008. Dealerships in the United States employed more than one million people in 2013, the first time the industry has topped that threshold since 2008 early in the recession.
2: And that is what's trending. Thank you, Mr. Martin Mouse. We're going to jump right to probably our hottest segment man this is absolutely something that's taken the auto industry by storm believe it or not we have dealers and i think you should believe it we have dealers that are trying we already had next week's uh, drive-by recording as we speak i believe uh, they're recording so these are this is something that dealers are wanting to get and be part of um also i want to mention one thing before we jump to that segment really quick we have a show coming up in the month of june we're going to focus on how to build a winning team We are going to have Grant Cardone's team on. We're going to be showcasing IPD's team. We want to showcase the dealer team, the dealership team that you feel, that you feel deserves a spotlight as a winning team. So you tweet us. You tell us why your dealership, if you're the owner or if you just work there, I don't care if you're the detail person, you tell us why your dealership deserves it, and we're going to pick a winning dealer soon because we've got to get this thing going. So, Cribs, you went by and talked to Charles Cannon. Where's Charles Charles, work?
3: Charles Cannon, man, what a pro. He is working at Advantage BMW Midtown, which is actually downtown
2: Houston, Texas. Wow. Well, without further ado, check this out. Cribs, stop by and talk to Charles Cannon. We'll be right back. Okay,
3: welcome back to Drive By, and today we have a special treat. We're going all the way to Houston, Texas. And we're going to a high-end store today. We're going to Advantage BMW right downtown Houston. And we're going to be talking to one of their client advisors because when you work at a high-end store, you no longer are referred to as a salesperson. You are now a client advisor. We're going to be talking to Charles Cannon. And, Charles, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you, Dave, for having me on. I appreciate it.
3: Oh, you're very welcome, man. I am, I've been so looking forward to this interview. You know, I know that you're doing some amazing things, both socially. You've written a book. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, one thing that I'm seeing in common with everyone that is reaching new heights is that they're doers, they're, they're action people, and I can commend you for that. Tell us a little bit about what's going on at Advantage BMW with Charles Cannon.
6: Well, I, I would tell you with with BMW in general, it's been record-breaking months every month uh, for, for our dealership. It's been in the same way for me personally. It's been a great year, and you know a lot of that I do attribute to um, marketing myself and making myself unique in the marketplace because it's a hyper-competitive market uh, doing automotive sales, and especially with a high-end client, it's very, very competitive. I and mean, You got to do what you got to do to stand out, um, you know, and stand out the right way. Mm-hmm.
3: And what do you think are some of the expectations of someone who's buying a, you know, a $100,000 car versus a $30,000 car? Is it, does it does it look different at your dealership working in a high-end atmosphere?
6: Uh, yes, absolutely. You know, I, I can, based on personal experience, I can definitely say that, you know, uh, customers' expectations when they come in and buy a, uh, I was working at a GMC dealership for a while, their expectations are a lot different than somebody who's at a b and dealership. You know, when you're seeing, Eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars plus for a car. You expect it to get world class service, and that's what we do, and that's what I aim to do personally with each and every one of my clients.
3: That's 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 terrific, Charles. Let me let me just uh, take us in another direction as well. I, could you share with our viewers and listeners? Because here's the thing, you know, we're, we're talking to other dealers and other car salesmen. Can you share with us some of the things you're doing to brand? Charles Cannon, because do you look at it like your own business, Charles? Because we're constantly uh, kind of going that direction, I think.
6: Yes, absolutely. To me, it is my own business within a business. Um, You know, the dealership provides me with the uh, inventory and the desk and everything else I feel like is up to me. So, you know, I've always looked for creative ways to uh, put myself out there. You know, I've done things simple with having just a different business card, a high-end quality business card makes a difference. Um, You know, I have... All the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, so my clients reach out to me on there. Um, I've, I have a blog online where customers can find me because uh, I feel like it's very important for clients to be able to do research on you as far as who you are and why should I care about what you're saying and is it really legit. And then finally, I've decided to write a book that's catered to them that I actually give, that I'm going to give to them as a, my way of saying thanks for purchasing from me and, and even stopping by. So... Uh, those are some of the things I'm looking to do.
3: Yeah. Now, what's the name of your book?
6: Uh, my name of the book is uh, 10 Things to Look for in a Professional Salesperson. And even though I am in automotive sales, I, I cater this book to clients to deal with any profession that deals with sales specifically. And, and I mentioned it in the book, you know, whether they're looking to buy a house, purchase uh, electronics at a store, you know, anything along those lines, you know, just some ideas for them to look for as far as when they know they're dealing with a professional versus uh, an amateur.
3: That's terrific. And you know, I like the fact that you're gearing it towards uh, a more broader audience. You, it, it seems like you're you're giving them something without the focus necessarily being entirely on you. And I think I, I commend you for that. I think there's a lot to be said for that. And by the way, um, Charles, tell us about your website because I took a look at it and I was very impressed.
6: Oh, thank you. Well, it's, it's a blog that I put together uh, about a year ago and what it is, is I just put a lot of information out there for free for my clients, whether it's dealing with uh, BMWs in particular, automotive in general. I have a lot of reference points on there. I um, also have some of my videos that I've uh, created for my clients as far as how to work different features and, and uh, different uh, things along those lines as far with their particular vehicle. So it's a quick, easy reference point for them to access any information that they're looking for and also to get in contact with me.
3: I absolutely love that site. Now, tell tell the viewers what, how to get to that site. The address is charleslcannon.com. Is that correct?
7: That is correct, yes.
3: One final question I'm going to ask you, Charles, and, and that is simply this. What's in store for Charles Cannon?
6: Well, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, I'm just looking for ways to push myself out there and, and try new things um, to not be afraid. I mean, if you told me a year ago I was going to write this book, I would have said you're crazy. It, it's I just, from my head, and I finally said, you know what, let's try it. Let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, I said the worst thing that can happen is that it totally bombs. But, you know, I was feeling that it won't, and it's going to be a great marketing tool for me. That's, that's how I see it, frankly. It's, uh, it's just another business card, frankly, that I can pass out, but it just has a lot of credibility with it uh, that you would get instead of having just a plain business card by itself.
3: I think it's unique. I think that uh, I applaud you for stepping out there, you know. I admire that spirit because that's the one thing we're finding in common with all of our guests. You know, they're doers. They're action people, and uh, you take action, and you're going to get results. Charles, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for coming to uh, Drive-By with Auto Dealer Live.
6: I appreciate the end.: And
2: we're back. That was awesome, man! What a great guy that, is, that Charles Cannon is, man. He's
3: a super guy, and don't forget, we have a couple of his books headed our way too.
2: Absolutely, so I can't wait awesome. to get them. You know what, man? It's crazy. You know what? You know you know what I feel like doing? What do you feel like What's doing? I right? feel like I, you know what I feel like doing, Martin? I don't know, man. It's like kind of, you know, Justin. T- I feel like getting like a little social. A little, you know, said getting jiggy with it. I feel like getting my social on, baby. What about you, <laughs> Martin? I- I'm ready, huh?
1: We will not talk about who sings that song. It's not available on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's you Thank guys. you so much for joining us. This is Get Your Social on on Auto Dealer Live. We are so excited. Brand new yeah. segment here. And months from now, we're going to look back and we'll be like, oh, and so are. But we're going to talk about something awesome today. We certainly are, and I'm Amanda Ryan, I'm Erin Ryan, and we're going to talk about social signals. What the heck are they? You did that in stereo, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So social signals are people's feedback. They are social actions that filter out various search engines. Yes, and that's what they are, and we're going to break it down. There's going to be social and signals. We're going to separate the two words. Social, is, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, any other social accounts, and when you take anything from your website or from your blog and you put it on those social accounts, you're creating a social signal. Same with the buttons that happen with, on your blog or your website, and anybody who like, clicks on them, they hit like, plus one, Pinterest, anything, that too creates a social signal. Now, the signal part of social signals is what filters out to the search engines the search engines eat them up yeah. and you can't just rely on old SEO anymore you need the social signals because search engines like Google like to take them in because they become let's let's do it let's let's put the the trusted recommendations is what it's called for the search engines you know what I think that deserves that deserves a fifth bump yeah okay so what, you know When you're filtering it out to the search engines, the search engines eat it up, and they want to um, indicate to your brand that it is you know an authoritative signal from your consumer. That's absolutely right. And so you want your page, your website, your blog, whatever it may be, to show up on the SERP. So the SERP is the search engine result page, which every search engine has, and you know it, you're familiar with it. Whenever you search on Google or Bing, you type in whatever you're wondering about, and a page appears with all the results. That is what a surf is, the search engine result page. And social signals help you improve that. They help you get to page one now. So you want to start thinking about social signals, but what, what can social signals do? Yes. Amanda, what can they do? So they can lower your bounce rate. Woo, who doesn't want that, right? They create repeat visitors that please come again. We want visitors not just to come once and stay for a second and then leave. We want them to stay and come back again. And when people share your stuff with social action, and create those social signals, what happens is you increase your brand's visibility, right? And you generate inbound links that help move that website into the search even further. Conversion rates. Improved conversion rates. So, you know, you can have people go to your site and actually start doing other actions that you would want them to do. Maybe fill out a form, um, call into the dealership, or the best thing ever, Sell a vehicle, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> is that a kapow? Yeah, that's a that's kapow a moment. Okay, so not only does it do that, all those wonderful things, but it too it too has uh, better brand loyalty and awareness. Absolutely. And basically what you're doing is, is with people putting those ones, those likes on your blog through those, those little icons, those buttons that you have, the social buttons, or when they put them out on their Facebook or Twitter, they retweet, they share it. They're actually creating a recommendation. They're recommending your site. They're recommending your blog post. You got to think of it like reviews. A review site. Yeah. The more positive reviews you get, you get those three stars that you like so much. And people trust other people's words. They don't care if they're strangers. So something to keep in mind. But let's let's the big question here: Why are social signals important for your dealership? Well, they're important because 97% oh, of it. people. <laughs> 97. Okay. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent of people go online to research before they buy. You know, they don't need to go into the dealership or or travel to four or five different dealerships. They actually can just go online and do the same thing from their couch. Exactly, from from anywhere. Yeah. Um, and and this is surprising to me because I spend way way a lot of time on social networks. <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm Canadian. And we but, love social networks. We love them, but. American, the average American user spends three or more hours per day on a social network. You need to be tapping into those guys so they can give you the social actions that will then filter out to the search engines that will then have you higher up in the search. Oh, that, that right there, yeah. my friend, is, a, is, is, is definitely a bam-bam. Mm-hmm. A bam-bam. A bam-bam. Okay, so social signals to wrap it all up it's something you definitely need to start taking part in don't just put any type of content out there make sure it's good content you know two two heads are better than one ten likes are better than none that's absolutely right so you know make sure the content is good the website link or blog URL you put out there Yes, that, cre- that creates a social action. But again, you know, you want more than just that one. Thing. You want people to share it. You want people to like it. So it's the quality of the content that matters. Exactly. We're going to take a moment here just to give a social shout-out to some people out shout there. Out. Beep, beep. Oh, Arnold. Beep, beep. Okay, social <laughs> shout-outs. <laughs> Hashtag baby <basic>. check. <laughs> okay, so let's get it on here with Mike, the car guy one. Hello. Yes, we love to give shout-outs. Shout-outs car Mark, you're awesome. Let's just take a moment of silence for that. <laughs> you are awesome. Okay, Ellen Duguay, one, I hope I'm saying your last name right. If I'm not, treat me. But you know what? You, my friends, have been so supportive, and I appreciate you. And so does Amanda. And so does Alive. And so does Get Your Social On. Okay. N H uh, S Corwin. Okay, so that's. That's Nathan Hayes. Hayes. Yeah. Nathan Hayes, Corwin, if yes. let's say it correctly here. Stan here. Hello, Stan here. Scott underscore Hall 42. You guys are just a ball of sunshine. Awesomeness. And you know what? That, just because your name's not up here on this week's um, shout-out list, that doesn't mean that you won't be on next week, because next week. there's so many people out there in this community that are fantastic. Absolutely. Okay, so, you know, we, we talked about social signals today. What the heck are they? You can learn more in-depth information by visiting wikimotive.com slash blog That's wikimotive.com slash blog and find out more information about social signals. So, until, until next week, right? Time to be social. Yeah, in the meantime, stay social. Yes, absolutely. Back to you, David.
2: All right, man, that was amazing. Thank you. That was super cool. Thank you to Ryan sisters, Amanda, Aaron Ryan. That was get your social on. And I'm going to tell you something there is nobody, there is nobody that gets their social on like those, those two ladies. Absolutely amazing. I can't wait till next week. And, um, man, I tell you what, that was awesome.
3: It was really cool. You know, the, the only thing is I have to go back after the show and watch it again just to kind of listen to all the details because I was so
2: caught up in their, their vibrance. Oh, absolutely. It's contagious. It's very contagious. Thank you so much. Listen, we want you to be part of Weigh In on these segments because what we're trying to do, dealers, this is a show that's for dealers by dealers. We want to bring you content. We're not trying to cram anything down your throat or sell you anything. We're trying to help you and assist you, assist the industry that we love so much, the automotive industry, and uh, this is, I mean, so, I'm so pumped up about who's getting ready to come on to the yeah, show right now. Absolutely. Just to kind of give yeah. you a little tidbit of what's going to happen, we have Marsh Vice. Marsh is a general sales manager of Mark Chrysler Dodge Jeep in Lake Charles, Louisiana, but that's just where it begins. Mm-hmm. Marsh is a husband, a father. This guy is an amazing published uh, author. He, uh, he is a featured uh, author blogging monthly. Uh, in Auto Success Magazine, uh, on Dealer Elite, the Dealer Hub, uh, Marsh is just an, a wealth of knowledge. He's a great guy, and then we have Mark Tuart. Mark is the president of Tuart Enterprises. Uh, he's a trainer. He's a dealer professional and automotive services provider. And Mark, above all, is just—I mean—he's just a great guy, you know. And uh, he brings—he brings, he brings uh, something amazing to the table. And I'm excited about. Both of these guys, and I know that Marsh is uh, at his dealership, so I want to tell you guys right now. And this is when we say it's four dealers by dealers, we mean it. We had to catch it's like capturing a lion in the, in the wild. You know, we got Marsh by, uh, lassoed in for a short period of time at his dealership in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Marsh and Mark, I'm going to thank you guys for being with us on Audio Live. How are you today? I'm awesome. Awesome, man. I'm
0: doing well. Thanks for having me.
2: Um, and thank you, guys. Marsh, Marsh, I know you're you're at the dealership. Mark, I'm not I'm not sure, but I know you guys are both busy. And I want to thank you for being with us. And um, I tell you what, uh, we just had an amazing segment. I'm sure you guys getting ready didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but I know Marsh usually watch back at night. But uh, weigh in. Make sure you tell me what you think of the uh, the new segment we started. Get your social on the day. It just ended before you guys jumped on. And and um, I want to begin with you, Mark. We will throw the first question your way, and I'm going to let you guys dialogue. I know you guys. Um, you're both, you know, automotive, uh, great car guys, professionals. We also friends, um, and, and, you know, and are aware of, you know, um, of, of, one another, um, Mark, I want to have, begin with you fresh off of, you know, Jim Ziegler's super sales manager conference, you know, what are dealers saying out there as far as their biggest need when it comes to training, what are you hearing with your ear to the ground? You know, not what trainers are saying, but what are you hearing dealers? Where are their need points, Mark?
0: I think the highlights that I got out of that hearing from people in the stores working as well as really vendors as well, the theme seemed to be a couple of things. One, marry your CRM. Get married to your CRM. That was a recurrent theme that dealers that are doing well today understand that the days of standing there at the and waiting for people to come in is not only gone, but it's been gone. So you better marry your CRM and use all of the available functions Mm -hmm. uh, and have some requirement and make sure that it gets done. And then secondly, the theme is that you've got to get better and better and better people and stop, and my theme is stop it, stop making excuses as to why you can't get better people to get the things done that you need to have done.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh, and
2: uh, that's, that's absolutely true. Absolutely. And uh, I know you're feeling under the weather, brother, but you all right? <laughs> I am.
3: I'm gonna make it. I'm sorry about that that delay. Uh, it's a tough morning. However, uh, we're gonna we're gonna make it through it. Hey, uh, Marsh, let me throw something out at you, Marsh. What do you think that uh, that the training techniques are evolving like technology? What does that look like for you within your dealership?
7: Well, I think it depends on the culture of the store. I think it depends on the management that you have. And so, number one, stop talking about yesterday because it ended last night. And so what we have to do as managers is is, is to own up to that and understand, first, we have to be visionary, and we have to understand that, you know, it, it sales as basic as it is. It's, it, it's very basic. It's very basic in execution, but it's just staying consistent. And, and stop talking about what you used to do, what you used to sell, how it used to be, what you used to could make. And uh, what, what you have to do today is, is whatever whatever's going on, whatever the buying habits are for customers, stop talking about it and, and adapt to it and start training your guys as far as how to, uh, how to better assist customers in today's environment. It's a, it, it's a lot faster.
2: Well, I'm going to throw this. At you. I agree with you, Mark uh, Marsh. And let me throw this out there too. I mean, as a dealer, you know, and, and as somebody who's who's um, you know who's on the ground every single day there in Louisiana, um, what I mean, this the dealership, in my opinion, is it's evolving at the speed of light. I mean, it's it's just really uh, evolving before our eyes. Things are just moving so fast. I mean, just since the last time you've been on the show a few months ago, what do you see in the auto business? And I think it could be a positive thing. But what do you see in a positive light? that's just happening at an accelerated pace in the auto business, in your opinion?
7: Well, the opportunity is there, and there is tremendous opportunity. One thing about the recession is it gave us all – it wiped the slate clean and set us all back to zero. Mm-hmm. And so we all got to get in the same starting blocks together. Now, how we finish is all going to be different. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's tremendous opportunity, not only from the digital aspect, through social media – and then just through through traffic that's coming in, plus uh, you know the customers that we've sold years past. Uh, you know, Mark and I were talking about that offline. You know, before we got on the air, and and, and cultivating that. So there's tremendous opportunity. Mm-hmm. You just have to be aware of it, and 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 start learning what you have to do to uh, to cultivate those different areas. Just start somewhere.
4: Mm, that's good.
3: And mark, I'm gonna ask you this. I know that you you travel around a lot uh you know for a dealer that feels like he is a great car guy and he can take care of training his people, would you say that he's missing anything if he truly is a good car guy?
0: Um, he absolutely is, and it's no disrespect to whoever they can be an amazing trainer, and they should be doing a great deal of their training, but the reality is. A couple of things. You're never an expert in your own backyard. Marsh can, I'm sure, verify this, that you could be the greatest, but eventually you become kind of like the furniture. And um, you need different voices and viewpoints, even if you're saying the same thing. And you have to bring different ideas to the table. It's just like when we would do seminars, people would say, I'm using a particular trainer or a method or a particular person, and I'd say, well, that's fantastic. I applaud you, and you should do that. But let's say your favorite book in the whole world was the Bible. That won't be the only book you'll ever read. You're going to read a lot of different books, and if you don't, it doesn't make sense. You need to get as much information today as you possibly can, and the beauty of today's marketplace is uh, you could drink from a fire hose today with so much information, there's such great availability of information to not take advantage of that and to be myopic and think that you have the only ideas, the only experience. It just doesn't make sense. If, if you're, you're, you're using a tool, that won't be the only tool you'll ever use. You'll need other tools and different viewpoints.
2: Well, let, me, let me ask you this, Mark, um, going, kind of going off of your, your answer there. So is it possible, are you saying, I mean, is it possible that, that, the, that a dealer, we're talking about dealerships, that a dealership can become stale, um, you know, is, is, that a, is that a fair assumption? Because I'm, I'm trying to listen to what you're saying in your answer, and I get it. I think, but is, is it that they could become stale? Maybe they need something, like something fresh, maybe a different perspective? Is that what you're saying?
0: Absolutely. Um, it never hurts to have varying viewpoints, even if it's not the ones that you're going to subscribe to. You know, if you have a closed mind, you're not going to go very far in business. And people have different ways of delivering things. Uh, and I tell people all the time, if, let's say you, you're doing extremely well, but your life experiences and everything that you've, you've done in your life, that's one set of, of viewpoints and experiences. And everybody has a different set. And to think that yours are the only ones that can help you succeed, that would be foolish. So, yes, it can make you very stale. You need a lot yeah. of different things to liven things up.
3: A good point. And, and Marsh, how do you feel about um, using trainers that are specific to a specific subject matter? Like for example, um, if you have a trainer who offers his services and he can pretty much do almost anything in the dealership across the board, is that do you want to stick with that with that particular trainer as far as opening the door to them? or do you want to have a trainer that's going to come in who is uh, an expert in BDC? or an expert in building a team, an expert in, in, in F&I sales? What, what does it look like for you at your dealership?
7: I guess, you know, really what it boils down to is, is, is um, you know, what area do you, are you most deficient on? What, what area needs the most help? So, I, I, you know, I agree on both sides. I mean, if there's somebody that is a, you know, one-stop shop, so to speak, and can come in and, and, and work all the way across the board. I'm game for that. Or if there's somebody who specializes say if, if B D C would would be something or Internet would be something that you would need help on, then, then definitely you know, I agree on both sides. But I, I totally agree with what Mark is saying too that you know don't don't be so proud of what you what you know or what you knew. Um, mm-hmm. because it, 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 it you, you have to be able to lean on these different resources. And there's tons of resources. There's tons. Mark gives all of his information. I, I mean, he's been so, such a great help, not only in his writing, but also in mentorship with me. I mean, he's helped me along the way. And any time that I've, that I've needed help, he's always been there for me. And, you know, it's, it's but what you have to first acknowledge is, is acknowledge that you need coaches. You need somebody with a different perspective. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan had a coach. <laughs> you know, LeBron's got a coach. You have to, and there's there's different coaches on that staff that help with different um, different expertise,s and it's it's the same thing. So it really depends what your store needs, but you know, I, again, just going back to your original question, it's just whichever spot that you need, if it's if it's multifaceted, I think you really have to sit down and really. Um, interview your trainer to make sure he he can provide what he's saying that he can provide.
2: Well, let me let me ask you this, Mark uh, Marsh. The um, you know going off of that, I mean, you're a dealer, and I know sometimes it's important to look at it from both perspectives. So try to put yourself in the position of a dealer that may be listening now, because what Mark said and, and, and what you said, you know, I I think that a lot of dealers m- might be saying, Wow, you know, that makes sense but I think egos can come in the way and because there are talented people and they think, well, you know what? I could be a trainer. I am a trainer. I'm just at a dealership. But what you guys are saying is this outside perspective is important. So I guess putting yourself in the position because you are of a dealer that may have an issue with this. I mean, you're not saying, Hey man, stop leading. or or, or, I think that's the sign of, I think it's a sign of true leadership, you know, to embrace, you know, embrace spectrums that you're, that you're possibly not as strong in, you know, I mean, the sign of, I've always been taught and I've always, I've always taught my guys, the sign of a good leader is surrounding yourself with people who can do what you can't.
7: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I totally agree with that. And, and, um, so, you know, you, you just have to, you have to be open to that. I think the first change, let me tell you something, the first change. you can hire all the trainers you want, mm-hmm. but if you as a as a as a leader aren't first willing to change, nothing's gonna change. Mm-hmm. And so what what many years ago, what I had to do is I had to stop quote unquote, sitting on the desk mm-hmm. and I had to start changing myself first. And once I started changing myself and I started investing in myself again because I got away from it, and once I started doing that, then it opened up the possibilities because then you realize, you know what, there's so many there's so much I'm missing. And it, the the possibilities through books, through videos, through mentorship, all kinda of, the, the possibilities begin to open up, but you won't see those possibilities if you don't first look at you, at yourself and draw on that perspective that you know what, I've gotta change me first. That's a good
3: point. Well Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on to our, our final question. And, and it's simply this, and I'd, I'd like to, uh, to have both Mark and Marsh respond to this, but we'll start with Mark. Um, what would you recommend to a dealer as far as just what it looks like daily or weekly? What would you recommend to a dealer is the right amount of time to commit? And, and in this particular case, I'm going to talk about the sales staff, the sales staff that's uh, arriving each day to sell cars what would you recommend to them as what would be the right amount of time to commit to training on a daily or weekly basis?
0: I believe that everybody should train every single day. Um, One of the things I look for more than anything else with somebody that has the key to be successful is what I call a teachable spirit. Mm -hmm. So Marsha's right in that you must have a teachable spirit from the top down. As far as time, you can overload people. And so if you're gonna do formalized training, whether it's online, in a classroom, et cetera, even if you're just devoting 10 or 15 minutes a day of something very direct, very specific, that's key and important because you're really honing in on something they could utilize that day. Now, I like to see people on their own do their own self-development because nothing will happen outwardly until they start looking inwardly, as Marsh said as well, and trying to work on themselves. And that doesn't have to be dictated by a dealership. I want somebody on fire to get better. I mean, hey, I'm considered a world-class expert. I do not say that arrogantly. But you'll find me in four to six workshops a year minimum. I've already been to about five this year where I'm trying to learn from other people. If you're too good to learn, you shouldn't be there, first of all. And then um, I just think that you have to have a daily schedule, and it needs to be promoted. It needs to be... Written and people need to have it in their hands because one of the most important parts of learning is knowing that you are going to learn next and when you're going to learn next, and you do not back off that schedule. I make every store that I work with develop an ongoing training schedule of something that you do on a daily basis, not weekly. I mean, if I want to be better, I don't do things weekly. I do them daily to build my sales muscle. Hmm.
3: Okay, so, question. And how about you, Marsh? How do you feel about it?
7: Um, I'm, I'm right there, and, and, and I'm on Mark's heels on that. Um, I do have a schedule. I print out a schedule at the beginning of each month, and my guys know we have early and late shifts. So one, one day we'll come in late. Uh, the next day we'll come in early. So on all of our early days, I have a schedule on that day what we're going to be talking about. Um, and so, And my meetings are 20 to 30 minutes max. They know exactly what it's going to be about. So come in there prepared, be on time. If not, don't even come through the door. And we work on that. And um, and and I, you know, I'll tweak it as the month goes on, um, depending on different areas of weaknesses that I'm that I'm seeing out there, you know, through interactions with customers and 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 stuff like that. Depending on what the percentages that the demos and the write ups and the conversion to sales to deliveries are off, then then we'll work on those different things. So. I, I do that. I, I actually have a printed schedule that each one of them has it, and there's one hanging on the bulletin board, and I, I, I don't deviate from that unless there's something that I, I feel like really has to be implemented ASAP before we start losing some momentum. The second thing I do is is I, I don't train in the middle of a sale, and that's, that's one thing that, that a lot of times what we do, you can train all day long, but also you have to give them area, uh, you know room for growth, number one. And then, as the and during a deal, I, I help them navigate through that. And then, after the deal is over, good, bad, or ugly, then I'll pull them aside and take five minutes or so just to say, hey, next time, here's what you, here's what we need to look at, and try this next time. And I, and so I'll do it right on, right on the spot. So that way, I don't let you because it's fresh. It's kind of like punishing punishing your kids two days later. And if you don't do it that, if, if there's something that needs to be corrected, you do it right then and there. And so that's what we'll do is, is pull them aside.
2: Well, guys, I thank you for being on. I know you guys are busy. And uh, I tell you what, I love the, I love the duo. You guys, are, you guys are great together. And, uh, and I tell you what, it was like an all-star uh, team having the two of you guys on today. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for your insight. Mark, um, how, how, does, how does the dealer get a hold of you and uh, contact you?
0: She can call me or she can call me at 888 2 which is 888-283-9278. You can go to tuart.com, T-E-W-A-R-T.com. You can hook up with me on Twitter, at Mark Stewart. Uh, and you can look at me at Facebook as well, uh, mtuart. And if you want to email me, info at tuart.com. So Google me, you'll find me, or any <laughs> of those ways.
2: P-E-W-A-R-T. Let me ask you this, Marsh. I know you're at a, a dealership, and, and that's your passion. That's what you do. But you're, you're an accomplishment. You're, you're in auto success every month. You're on several blog sites. What's the best way someone can benefit from what you write?
7: Um, I, have a, uh, I have a blog site. It's R uh, B-U-I-C-E. Uh, our, same thing as my Twitter handle also is, is at Marshbite. So those are the two uh, easiest ways to kind of follow what I'm doing. And then also hook up with me on
2: Twitter. Gentlemen, I thank you for being on. I appreciate it and look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thank Great you.
7: Thank you, so much.
4: Thank you
2: guys. Thanks, guys. That was Marsh Bison, Mark Tuart, and um, and if you're watching, I just knocked over my drink. So <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. We are going to be bringing on in just a moment. We're going to have our last guest of the day uh, on, and um, that's Craig Locker. Is uh, Craig going to be Skyped with us? No, he's on park. <clears throat> okay, great. He's ready. Directly on. Without further ado, then we're going to be bringing on Mr. Craig Lockhart. I'm excited about talking to Craig today. I really, really am, Cribs. And yeah. uh, uh, he is—he's uh, somebody that I followed for a while, and um, the, it has nothing but rave reviews. I mean, really, uh, an upstanding guy in the automotive industry world. He's the CEO of Automax Recruiting and Training. And uh, Craig Lockhart, I appreciate you being with us today.
7: I couldn't be happier now talking to you. Cool.
2: Well, I appreciate it and, I, and I, uh, we, we uh, both Cribs and I were, were excited about today and we you know I was saying this and I, and I know you guys uh, I said the same thing uh, last segment about getting the guys on. I know that a lot of times it's difficult to listen to uh, the beginning of the show because you're, you're busy trying to get get on and, and get connected but um, you know there's a lot of a few people that are in the space that' you're, that you're in the specific training space you know uh and, and recruiting space but i don't know i don't know any better and um that's going off of the personal uh dealers that i know that uh that use you and have and uh, just the accolades that are there and um i really do mean that so kind of jumping into this um you know looking at it you're 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 an automotive i, I kind of want you just to say this just you know in your experience i mean Tell the dealers and the listeners really what that entails because we have trainers on, but you're doing something a little different, and you take it a little further. And I really love that aspect of it, and I think it's important because it's, it's, it genuinely is – the word fruit comes to mind. I mean, you're, you're bringing – you're seeing results, and, and you know, you're not just blowing in, blowing up, blowing out. <laughs> you're there, and you're plugged in with them. Talk to us about that if you would. Just kind of tell us what, 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 what it means to do what you do.
7: Right. Well, uh, and thank you. Great question uh, to get started with. But, you know, in the industry, we talk about, you know, a lot about, and and Sean Bradley and and a lot of guys talk about the four Ps, uh, process, promotion, excuse me, product and people. And and frankly, in my opinion, without the people, you could have the best process, best product, best promotion in the world if you don't have the proper people, professional people that have been recruited properly and then obviously initially trained properly you're screwed and you've wasted and spent a lot of money that's just going to you might as well set it on fire so it it really is all about people it's all about the recruitment of those people and staffing and 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 frankly what this is all going to be allowed and and time i speak is you know i basically tell dealers how they can do this and not have to use a company like mine, um, you, you know, so that's really what it's all about because there's tricks, there's, there's different things that, you know, we've been blessed to hold, uh, you know, over almost 13,000 recruiting campaigns over the last 16 plus years and place 135,000 people in the car business in the U S Canada and Puerto Rico. So we've done enough beta testing. <laughs> <laughs> I think. We're, 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 we we pretty much have this figured out. Yet it's always a moving target. So we're, when we're with technology as it is, uh, we're always on the top on top of that. So, uh, but man, it's, uh, it's all about people. People who need people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Craig, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, uh, obviously, most dealerships when you go onto their websites, almost any dealership is going to have that employment or that career tab button that you that you uh, click on if you're interested. How does a dealership make that more powerful?
7: Oh man, I love this question. Uh, th- th- here's the ma- one of the main ingredients how you don't use a company like mine. As a matter of fact, I just uh, had a brief conversation with a longtime client of mine uh, that's going to be using us next week, and I, I told him I said we're going to talk about long term, constant recruiting. Here's what happens, and-, and let me and just role play here with me for a minute and pretend you're, you know you're a dealer. You get a website. You get a career tab on your website, right? Just you know, okay. just play along right? Now, let me ask you something. What do 99% of the people come to your website to find out about? What, what are they there for? Why are they visiting your site?
3: Cars, Buy Cars
7: car. <laughs> service, service specials, hours, you know, how to get there, mm-hmm. pricing, and so forth. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody coming to your website for a job. So if you just have a career tab, which you've got to have, You have to have it. But if you just have a career tab there with, I don't know, one job, five jobs, whatever it is, it's just totally wasted real estate on your website. So here's what you do. And it's very simple. You reach out to, and I would start with Indeed.com. They are, in fact, the world's largest job board. They're what's called the job aggregator. So they pull jobs or index jobs from other job boards, CareerBuilder, Monster, Pay, Indeed.com, on a per-click basis to post their jobs on Indeed.com. Simply hired's another job aggregator, beyond.com, ZipRecruiter to give you four. And what you do is you post your jobs on your career tab, then with some very simple code that you can get from any one of those job boards, job aggregators, you add that to your career tab. Now it becomes an actual live job board. Indeed, simply hired, beyond ZipRecruiter, depending on how far you want to get in and the size of your store and the scope of the position or positions that you want to fill, now they're going to pull that job from your career tab now slash job board. They're going to post it on their job boards. Now it becomes a sponsored job. It's not organic anymore. It's sponsored. And you, the dealer, totally control your budgets. It's on a per click basis, like Google AdWords or, or Facebook or any, any ad you would be, it's on a per click basis. And it's, you know, so you've got to determine, you know, again, the scope of the hire uh, and what your budget's going to be. You know, it's, if you're going to spend $1,000 you spread it how however you want i would suggest you you know the highest amount of the budget would go towards indeed because they're the 800 pound gorilla mm-hmm. and they'll just pull those jobs you you the dealer will get more traffic and when they click on that ad on indeed it sends them back to guess where your website one of two things happen you now have a potential good employee that has answered your job and now they're back on your website So potentially, potentially, what could happen? Not only do you get a good employee, but let's say they look the job over and, eh, it's not for me. But now they know somebody looking for a car, truck, whatever, or they are, and now they peruse the rest of your website. You know, depending on the figures that you believe or listen to, only – 50, you know, maybe 50% of your traffic to your site is actual real live people. Mm-hmm. The rest are bots, uh, spam, uh, uh, SEO, just, just, it, they're not real people. Mm-hmm. So if you get another whatever, 100, 150, 200 people come to your site a month uh, to apply for jobs or now they're on your website, there's zero downside to it. So you control your budget rather than buying a career builder posting for, I don't know, $300 or whatever it is, let it run for 30 days. Now you have a situation where you can constantly be recruiting. You're never in a position where that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, man, you know, four salespeople short, or I need two techs, or, you know, I have three people in the office leave, or, you know, my finance manager bolted on me. You can have these things posted for uh, however long a period of time you want to at a cheap budget that you can control and then all those resumes those applications come to you so you create a separate file put them in your crm where you now have a constant flow of potential hires that you have in your possession electronically that you can some you know position get filled three, four, five, six months down the road, a year down the road, whatever. You have those people's resumes to reach back out to without really spending another dime. So it's the awesome, most awesome way to do it. Uh, oh. it, it. Literally every single dealer should do this without fail. I don't care well, me, what the decide. Don't so 40 me, cars a month or 4,000 a month. You should do that.
2: Well, absolutely. And that, and that's, I mean, this is, you know, it's almost, it's almost, Craig, I wish we had even more time because, you know, this is, this is really good stuff. I mean, really, really good stuff. I think this is something that when, when dealers hear this, and a lot of dealers come back and play this, you know, back and listen. Obviously, they're, you know, they're busy, but they're going to grab a pen and pencil and they yeah. need to. But let me ask you this, cause, and, and I want to just ask you on the air now um, before we go to the next question. Will you come back and give you a little bit of a longer segment and kind of go through some of this? Maybe we can even set up, a, you know, some type of um, different format to let you come in and kind of really do like a, you know, just do like a little bullet point deal because would you, would you do that?
7: Absolutely. Okay. I'd be honored.
2: Because I think, you're thank right. you. Great. Cause I, I think that this is, this is great stuff. Um, let me ask you this, because I think this is important as well because we're, you know, we're not going to, you're not going to be able to effectively, um, you know, give them everything they need on that end. But let's say they do, let's say they, 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 they you know, they, 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 look up your company, they, they get these people in there because, you know, you and I both, and I think this is what I love about what you do. A, you've got this this neat formula, this you know this proclivity as it is that you're talking about. But secondly, you don't end it there. You follow it up with, you know, with interview tips and with, you know, how to, how to keep this person and how to train this person and how to, you know, bring this person through the ropes. I mean, talk about interview tips because I think that the wrong person – in a lot of places is doing the interviews or if the right person's doing it, they're doing it the wrong way. So you get this superstar in or you do, you spend all this money yeah. and all this time and then you get in there and you jack it up, jack up the interview. Can you give us some tips on that? Maybe that would help the dealers that are listening.
7: Absolutely. And this is stuff that dealers really need to write down because this is what, you know, it's hard enough to get the right person in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the interview then can totally screw up everything that you've done so far and everything that you've done becomes a total waste of money. Here's here's our opinion, our thought. What I strongly urge is this should be a rule. First of all, you never take a walk-in interview. You never take a walk-in interview. Now, there's one exception to that that I'll get to in Forty-five seconds, but I want to schedule all my interviews, and the reason is this: you know, I've been in the car business forty-two years. There has been situations in my past life. Where someone, I was running an ad. Someone come in, the receptionist comes over me, said "Mr. Locker, there's a person out here you know, applying." You know here answering the ad for the sales job. Great. No problem. Tell them to have a seat. I'll be right with them. Two hours later, she comes back to me and says, Craig, you forgot about this kid out here. It's like, oh my God. Now, he or she has left. Now, when they leave... They're going to go, go tell 10, 10, 15, 20 people. You know, I went to apply for a job. They, they didn't even have the common courtesy to come out and see me. Mm-hmm. So now you lose that person as a potential employee, and you probably lose 20 of their friends to come and buy a car from you. Wow. <laughs> horrible situation or let's say this take the situation same situation you're at the desk you're working you, whatever you drop what you're doing you go out in a hurry your focus is not on that interview and all of a sudden it's a it's a uh, yeah i love this guy but you know when can you start and it's a 45 second fog up a mirror sell me this pen mm-hmm. you know malarkey and you Make a bad hire. Right. You just you don't. It's just a, a poor interview because you're rushed, you're hurried, you haven't scheduled it. So above all, schedule the interview. Now let me give you the one exception: right. a tech master tech. A tech master tech. You're running an ad. That person comes in unannounced. The entire dealership stops what they're doing. You lock the doors, take the keys to the guy's car, throw them on the roof, and you don't let him or her leave until you. Make them an employee of yours. All bets are off with with an tech or Master Tech. They're too hard to find, so everything stops and you do whatever you do to take it. There's one other suggestion on interviews I think is nothing uh, that has proven over you know we've helped a million interviews plus is don't tailor your interview to the person that you're interviewing. Don't tailor the interview to the person's age, sex. A nationality, uh their previous background, whatever the case might be. Same interview scripted word for word every single time out. There's no other way to differentiate or match these people up against each other. I don't I hate the word judge, but to tell the difference between person A, B and C if you're interviewing them all in a different manner using different words. Have the same exact worded scripted interview for each person makes it way easier than to determine who's the right fit for your store in that open position, regardless of what the position might be. It might be a tech, lot person, receptionist, F&I manager, salesperson, BDR, appointment setter, you know, internet salesperson, whatever. It doesn't matter. So that's always have an exact scripted interview.
2: That's great. Now, I, mean, I tell you what, um, Craig, I, that's great advice. And, and dealers, you need to be listening. Craig, we, we've we got to go. Um, they're, my producers are like, I'm already over on time. Um, I will definitely have them get and reach out to you and as well as myself because I want you to come back and I want you to take a little longer. And, uh, the knowledge that you dropped on the show today is unbelievable. Dealers, um, should be scrambling to write things down and, um, just, just amazing, man, information. And, uh, I look forward to getting to know you, sir. And, um, I appreciate you coming on. Before you go though, I want you just to tell the listeners, uh, because I- I'm sure dealers are going to want to. Uh, how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way a dealership can get a hold of you? Um, because they can, they can they don't have to wait till the next show; they can find out on their own.
7: Uh, well, so, socially we're everywhere. Uh, Craig Lockard, I'm on Facebook. We have uh, Automax uh, recruiting uh, fan pages on Facebook, Twitter. Um, it, but to call the office, real simple: eight hundred eight seven eight. 5090 878 5090 Extensions 1, 2, or 3 are our sales department. Uh, my extension is 5 if you want to talk to me personally. Uh, it's, uh, AutomaxRecruitingAndTraining.com is our website. Our mission statement's there. Our programs are there. Uh, my personal cell is 609- Five one seven one one five two six zero nine five one seven one one five two. You're welcome to call me personally. Uh, love to be able to answer any questions at all that uh, anybody needs any help with. And I'd be again honored to be back on the show. It was awesome. And uh, anyway, you. I can help. I will.
2: Thank you, Craig. I appreciate it. Thank you, Craig. Have a great day. All right, man. That was Craig Lockard. I, uh, awesome, awesome stuff. You know, something that just came to mind as we were wrapping the show up, and you know, I know we didn't, I didn't want to you know, spawn any more questions or any more answers. We didn't have time. But what came up in my mind is interviewing somebody, and I'm going to take this into heart and get with my sales directors. You know why it's important? It, it, I never thought of that. Interview somebody exactly the same no matter what because they're going to be dealing with the exact same customer, the exact same situations across the board. So if you interview differently based on whatever it is, then they're, then you're, then don't be surprised when you get something different when they, they face the exact same situation. Person A, person B faces the exact situation. You don't know how they're going to react because you didn't interview them the same way. Exactly. That's yeah. a great, great, great oh, I great thought thing. that was,
3: that was awesome because if you're, if you're asking the same question to each person, you're seeing how they respond to it differently, how they're reacting differently. You'll really get a better feel, I think.
2: Absolutely. Hey, this is Dave Villa, Dave Cribbs. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget next Thursday, we'll be back right here, same bat channel, same bat time, and I'll have a new cup. Thank you. Have a great day. down this
4: road.
2: I'm picking up is mine.
4: I'm down you never would come to me. she you next